0: Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker, Bharati Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. Time now for Why It Matters. And today on Why It Matters, it's about sustainability and climate change. A lot of things associated with these two words, huh?
1: Certainly, it is really on the minds of a lot of businesses these mm. days. It's all about be- becoming more sustainable, going green. And it's also a big part of employer branding because oh, you yeah. younger people when deciding whether or not they want to work for a particular company, we'll look at your business practices. Yeah, and the purpose, you, yeah. Exactly, you've got to stand for something. And apparently, sustainability is a big thing. Mm, and mm. why not? You know, it's totally justifiable at this point.
0: You know, you hear the word that goes along with, with these terms, right? Decarbonization. You mm. hear it so often and it's not the one a minute, Is there more to this or is it just like a buzzword? Is it uh, just a, a trend mm. that people like to get on?
1: Mm. Uh, well, hopefully this won't be one of those fads remember we were talking about thematic investing yesterday and this is one of the things climate change so getting bigger in terms of green tech clean energy and all that and considering that the world is in real danger it's time i think that we actually took it further and mm-hmm. ensured that it is you know that all of these terms go beyond just being buzzwords in the context of shipping there's actually been a greater push for the electrification of marine vessels over the past few years we talk a lot about electric cars well now we need to talk about electric ships marine vessels in general
0: very timely because the international energy agency has predicted that the global maritime industry will miss the net zero greenhouse gas emissions target by 2050 due to a lack of available low carbon options on the market. So how can we move forward to make better progress in creating a greener maritime industry?
1: Well, we've got Seaforest, Singapore marine company that actually offers green tech and solutions for the maritime industry. As an alternative to conventional oil products, Seaforest's green cabin, parallel hybrid design, and a flagship full electric ready propulsion solution contribute to a reduction in carbon emissions of up to 20% compared to current solutions in the market. And to talk more about this, we're joined now by George Lee, Seaforest CEO of Sea Forest. Good morning, George.
2: Good morning, Farzad and Yilin. George, let's get into
0: it. Tell us a little bit more about Seaforce. I understand that uh, this company was incorporated in the year 2011. What else can you tell us?
2: Yeah, actually, it started off 2011. Uh, we, we started off pretty much actually as project management company for marine and offshore. So we were doing a lot of, at the time, there was boom of free design. And so we, we went into it and actually started off with system migration in the end. Three years ago, we started pivoting was more greener solutions, system grading for this type of hybrid system solution electrification and then we managed to actually became a contractor to one of the vessels this penguin Tanaga, which we actually delivered at the start of this year so this company actually go off and then after completing a vessel the company that actually employed us to do this which is actually bh global actually took us in and we actually got acquired by BH Global and we became a subsidiary of BH Global. Yep.
1: The thing is, George, lower carbon emissions doesn't necessarily mean environmentally friendly, does it? I mean, what about greenhouse emissions during the manufacturing process, during the charging processes? Because we are talking about electrification here and I was thinking about electric cars. They kind of yeah. work on a similar principle, right? The batteries in electric cars charge on power that is coming straight off the electric grid which itself is often powered by fossil fuels. So all of these things have to be considered in green conversations, right? So tell me more about what you're advocating, the model that ensures that everything is truly green, from manufacturing to powering the vessels, so on and so forth.
2: Okay, so what we are trying to do here in our solutions is not to be able to provide a 100% green solution. A lot of times people think that you can be 100% green in your full processes. What we are doing now is to cut out all the losses and the inefficiency that incurs with the whole entire either mobility or power production. I'll give an example like what we are doing now with this hybridization or fully electrification. What it does is that it actually, what you gain and what it do is to let you gain on all the losses and the inefficiency that you normally incur because you are using a smaller engine or you are, you are running in a different profiles that cause inefficiency to be, to be created and you actually burn the fuel that is actually not used at all. You are just turning it to heat. There's no work done. So this is what we are trying to do.
1: So this sounds like a great first step, but is it with a view to get to as far as possible, completely green at some point? As, as think, close uh, as possible, as close as possible to that.
2: I think this is where the maritime industry is doing a catch-up game. Right. Maritime industry do not have a lot of the ability or the solutions that are readily available for them to turn green. So we are taking baby steps, and actually in Sea Forest, we are taking advocating to allow our clients to do step changes. Don't do, don't don't go for the, a fantastic change, and you intend to do a a full reduction. It's really not possible. Sure. The infrastructure is not ready. The charging infrastructure is is not being built yet. There's not enough supply chain to support the industry itself to become green. So the only way to do it is actually do step changes, and one of the things to do is to. Start off with what you can save right. and uh, the solutions that will provide uh, like uh, hybridization or even electrification is the way to go. Mm. So one thing
0: that's ready is Singapore's first hybrid powered ship, the Penguin, the Naga. You mentioned roughly how it works and what it saves. But if you could put it into percentages for us, I mean, how much emission uh, does it save? How much does it help in terms of percentages?
2: Is, is there an estimate? Okay, so... Penguin Tenaga is our first off. Actually, we ran through quite a bit of development work, and it's actually totally designed and built in Singapore. Sure. So uh, other than the vessel being built in Singapore, the system itself is actually built and designed in Singapore. So it's one of the uh, Singapore first. So currently now, we are still doing testing. The projection is that we probably are getting about savings of about 5 percentage. With the changes and modification to the system itself as we go along, right. and addition of plug-in, plug basically meaning that we can charge. We think that you will actually rise uh, right. the, the, the saving itself. What's yeah. the, what's the plan here? I mean,
0: I know you can't be, you can't ever get 100% savings, but in terms of at least reducing carbon emissions,
2: what are we looking at here? What's the ultimate goal of Sea Forest? Currently now, we, we are hoping that we can provide solutions and the current target that we are trying to reach is that to provide solutions that is able to save at least aiming for around 15 to 20% okay. in terms of the operation, depending on the operation profile. There are some vessels that are very easy to turn to higher percentage of saving. There are just vessels that it's not possible.
1: Okay. George, you mentioned yeah. earlier that the maritime industry is a laggard in this sector, right? In this regard of going green and hybridization and electrification, so to speak. Always, usually, I would say, maybe not always, but usually, the problem with these things is that the solutions are out there. It is in the adoption phase that companies usually have the biggest challenges. What are you doing yes. to make all of this just a little more palatable for companies and make it easier for them to adopt going forward?
2: Yeah, this is actually a very good question because uh, we face it every day when we are approaching our clients, talking to our clients. Many clients actually come in with very big targets. They, they they wanted to achieve a very, very uh, high efficiency, a very high level of carbon reduction and we have always been advocating to our clients that do a step change and and to do that is to not aim so high, just go for partial first. Like what we, clients will come and tell me that they want to be fully electrified. But after looking at their whole entire profile, we told them that hey, if you want to really go fully electrified, it will be very, very expensive. Are you sure that you're going to go for it? Because many a times the cost will not justify the, what you're doing because mm-hmm. they are still commercial entity. So, by talking to them and discussing with them, many times you can reduce their requirement. Mm-hmm. And then they are able to move forward with whatever they tend to do. Some of the clients that we have uh, got so far, they wanted to be able to go all the way to be, to be selling power to other people. But then we talked them into getting the, the first hybridization to be done in their vessel first, and then work on the ability to sell power. So, do that change. Right. George, that is fantastic stuff. We've been speaking with George Lee, Chief Executive
0: Officer for Seaforest. We wish you guys the best of luck. George, thanks again. Take care and stay safe. Yep.
2: You too. Bye.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.